hey, listeners, this big reveal is coming up on this episode. We go into why Zach and I touched such a long hiatus from the podcast. It relates to um, mental health, our mental health, and depression. Uh, so trigger warning, I guess, uh, is what you're supposed to say these times. But I also wanted to throw out there that um, if anyone knows what's going on in our personal life lately, this was recorded a while ago, maybe about a month ago. When and we, when we were talking about times even before that. It, so, yeah. it, exactly. So this was um, just when we felt like the moment was right is when we recorded it. And we're still happy with it. So this is not a reflection of um, where we are in the present, but it is um, real, real stuff. But we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think the important thing to re- I would want anyone to take away, like it's really hard to be real and vulnerable. And it was really hard to admit that there was something going on with me. So just remember like. With it, us. With us, with you. me, yeah. with like everything. So like take, take time, talk to people. Like there are people out there who care about you, help you. It's not weakness to ask for help. And I would have never thought that for someone else, but I thought that for myself. So just remember that. And that's my serious uh, warning as, as you come to listen to what is probably our most serious podcast. So yes. Um, for anyone else who needs help out there and we'll make sure to post it on a link. Um, if you or someone, you know, is um, concerned about suicide or suicide prevention hotline, it's 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. And, uh, enjoy the pod. What up, what up, what up? I see a differently nation. Rise up. Hi. We're here again. As always, coming to coming to you live on our anniversary. Our anniversary, yeah. Yeah. You won't this won't be hitting your feed on our anniversary, but we're recording on our anniversary. So that's true. That's yeah. true. Four yeah. years. Mm-hmm. One full Olympic winter Olympic cycle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say more about that. <laughs> but yeah, Chloe was, Kim winning gold medals. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Our, that's not what I meant. I thought you were gonna say more about like this happens every four years. Yeah. Olympics. This happened every yeah, yeah. Right. I can't believe it. Four years from today, right, right? Yeah. I mean, I I cannot believe that it's been four years that we've been married. It's wild to think about. It makes me feel old, kind of, but it, it's good. I don't feel old, but I will say, um, and this relates to what we're gonna be talking about. I I talked to you about this one time. One time we were having an argument. Shocker, listeners. Us too? <laughs> never. Nah. Never. We were nah. in an argument and you were like, I just, I'm not, I'm not used to like doing this or doing that. You said something. I probably wasn't used to doing this. Well, here's that. the thing. I straight up said, well, listen, at this point in time, you have been with me more as an adult than you've been without me. As in, I, we talk, we've talked about this, Zach, and I think an adult is Definitely at a college age, not saying you have to go to college to be an adult, but definitely at a college age, but maybe even a couple of years removed, like 25-ish. Yeah, just, I, I think it's different for different people have different life experiences, but yeah. Well, we're yeah, talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I guess you mean culturally, but in the U, U.S., U.S., United States, United States of America. Well, yeah. We would say like an adult is like over the age of 25. And if you can rent a car. You can run for the U.S. House of Representatives. We think, we think, yeah. we think, we think you're a doll. And so I said to him, I was like, "Well, listen, you can't keep playing that card because you have been with me more. You you have had more adult time with me than without me. So you can't keep saying I live this life, this or that before. Yeah. Now I'm living this family man life, this married life. Yeah, dependable, you are living a family man stable. Life. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that, doing that's what yard you work on the weekends. No, you're not. <laughs> I've done it before. You have done it before. That doesn't mean have to shovel snow tomorrow. Yeah, because you actually did shovel today. And I did, and yeah. then it so, just yeah. kept snowing. Yeah, so yeah. we're you know why you know why that that's a good that's also why we're here, listeners, because we had plans of grandeur and going did. out on our anniversary, but it's in St. Louis. It's a Casa snowstorm. de Alfonso. Yeah, it's a I'll snowstorm. Never get there. No free pub. Yeah, it's sorry. A, a certain restaurant we had reservations at. <laughs> and so you know we're gonna go to the old pizzazz and celebrate. Yeah, um, the way we know how frozen yeah, pizza. We, we're we sipping on some champagne. Yeah. Some good champagne, too. Yeah, we are. That's one thing that's happened since we're 25 is we're not drinking that Andre anymore. Oh, I was going to say Corbell. Corbell, yeah. We're not drinking that Corbell. Oh, yeah. only, oh. only if it's a bottomless. Yeah, only bottom. If Look, if you're giving me bottomless Corbell, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, frozen pizza, champagne, 
Well, where could you ask winter, for? A wintry mix yeah. outside. Yeah, when the moon hits mm. us. We're going to watch our wedding video full through for the first time tonight. I'm not trying to give everyone a play-by-play oh, okay. what we're doing. <laughs> it, it is. Let me see. 620. <laughs> no, I don't even know what time it is. But uh, yeah. yeah anyway. It's exciting. Uh, yeah. Um, also, listeners, it's really, I don't know if this is the right thing that, that we're doing, but we also have been meaning to, so we've been teasing for a while, um, you, why we stopped the podcast and everything that we were going through. Um, and I guess now we think it's a good time to finally have that conversation. So this is not going to be your typical episode. Uh, we're not going to go through all the segments, but we'll tell you that the truth of the matter is we stopped the episode because... We almost broke up. It's crazy even to hear that. Yeah, but I mean, it's true. It's, crazy it's to even real. Process that, yeah. But we did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I <laughs> Cuban missile, Cuban missile crisis. Yeah. Was the sound of that boom? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyone who's close to us knows that, but uh, for anyone else who's who is like. Oh, I noticed they you weren't posting, or yeah, you might have you might have noticed that me, Kristen, um, my, I I have no social media presence on the personal side because I just, for my own well being, took time off of social media and I haven't gone back and I don't regret it. And it was actually pretty easy to do if anyone wants to talk to me about it. Like it wasn't that bad, but I needed to do that for my well being. Um, but yeah, as a couple, we just we yeah, we had to really just like come to Jesus and be like, do we really want to do this because of everything we were going through? Yeah, it was, it was a real struggle, I think. And, and as we've, we're doing things now, still trying to put the pieces back together. Um, you know, well, I feel like that makes it sound like we're not, we, we are, we are happily together. No, yes, that's not what I I mean. But there's still a lot of work to be done to repair, not only to repair, but to grow. I feel like that still makes it sound. No, to just to grow and to be happy, I guess. And we both were dealing with personal mental health issues, right? That made it hard for us to be there for one another. I will say I was going through a bout of depression and I was realizing that I've always kind of had a generalized anxiety. You're really, you're really putting the cart before the horse. Oh, let's take, let's sorry. take, let's take yeah. the people on the let's journey. Go through this story. Yeah. Let's okay. say, yeah. Um, which I do, I do think I'll let you take the lead. And, um, because listeners, I already shared the depression I was going through. So, um, 2020 was hard for everyone, but actually Zach and I got through it. Um, and we're pretty happy and, um, you already heard that episode. If not, like I'll put in the footnotes. I don't know what episode it was, but we talked about find it. Yeah, we talked about the depression. I realized I was going through. I'd never been to depression before. I never had mental health issues. I never really like. And by the way, the interesting thing is that's not to say that I haven't gone through anything sad, <laughs> and that's not to say that I haven't gone right. through hardship. I'm literally a black woman in America. Um, this was completely different. Um, but anyway, we've already talked about that. So yeah. what happened? And 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 that was not a hard thing on our relationship. But what happened is as I was starting to come through and go through things, um, Zach was realizing things about himself and, and we just kind of, it all kind of fell apart at this bad time. So yeah. Yeah. So now I will transition to, if you want to talk about, uh, July of, of 2021, what, what unbeknownst to me, you were going through and yeah. And without going, into like too many specifics, but just to kind of talk about my own journey as it were. So yeah. So it's about end of June, July, 2021. Yeah. Um, and by the way, is it okay if I like ask, ask you questions? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that I had been going through stuff for a while and just hadn't noticed it. Um, tell, 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 tell me. Yeah. Like it was like, Anyone who knows me knows I love to sleep and love to lay in bed. But like one of the things I always tell people, like one of the biggest things that started happening was I wouldn't like lay in bed asleep. I would be awake and just not want to get out of bed. And that was unusual. Or I'd like, instead of going to my computer and reading the news, I would just want to lay in bed and stare at my phone and read the news. Uh, I didn't want to hang out or socialize as much with people. I was kind of looking for reasons not to. It's kind of like the pandemic I was kind of enjoying some of it, but then it got to the point where we could do more stuff and I was like, didn't want to do it. I was anxious about it. Um, I 
I was terribly anxious about, you know, some things with my job and my career and where my life was going. It was right around my birthday, which often triggers things in me. Um, uh, unfortunately, I often tend to look at things as glass half empty and it's like, man, another year, what have I accomplished? Those kinds of thoughts. And, uh, you know, you're we going through some relationship issues too, but the biggest thing well, was well, like, I, yeah. mean, I mean, because, because of that, I was, I right. was aware of that right. in, in you. Yeah. Like, and so I was, I was saying like, are you, Hey, like, why, why are you laying in bed? What's going right. on? Which was being met with a lot of like yeah. resistance from yeah, you. For sure. And it was, I mean, what I always tell people is like, I just kind of stopped feeling like myself, like all the things that I like to do, I kind of didn't want to do anymore. And I like, I wasn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. I was just laying in bed or looking at the internet or like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. texting people. But if someone called me, I wouldn't pick up the phone because I didn't want to talk to someone. I was, I felt like insecure about, who I was and I was kind of just like, well, just don't go out in the world. You know, it was almost yeah. like, don't go on the world and you don't have to worry about it. And part of that, it was easy because we were still in the pandemic, even yeah. though, you know, whatever. And part of it was just. And it was, it was starting to rise actually at that yeah. point. Like the cases were going right. on. So people were kind of like, do we need to retreat yeah, again? Pull yeah. back again, yeah. which I think yeah. was another thing I was having right. problems with. If you want to talk about exterior, it's like we got the vaccines every, you think everything's okay. And then that was the first time where it's like, well, maybe it's not just like fixed automatically. Right. Um, and just, I just really struggled and I didn't feel like I could, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a 34 year old giant dude who had two brothers and, and, you know, I didn't feel and played sports and all went to all boys high school, all that jazz that you guys have heard about. I didn't feel like I could be vulnerable and say like, I need help. I'm struggling. I don't know what's going on. This feels different. So I just denied it for a long time. Cause I said, okay, I got up at eight 15 instead of seven 45 when you usually get up or whatever. Like, but that wasn't the difference. The difference was I was just scrolling my phone or just like I was awake and not moving. I didn't want to move. And I didn't want, uh, if I made plans with someone, with you or with someone else, I was looking for a reason to get out of them, like looking for a way to not do it, which I'm not like that. Like I'm a, I mean, you are like, I am, <laughs> I mean, I, I am, but I'm more extrovert than yeah. introvert, you no, know, I'm, like, right. You're, yeah. you're not looking for a way to, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm someone who wants to go out Saturday and stay home Sunday or whatever, you know, yeah. like, uh, as I was talking to one of your coworkers about like, I'm a mix, but like. I was losing that whole side of me. I was feeling disconnected from my friends. I was feeling disconnected. I wasn't writing, which is a big thing for me. I wasn't reading, which is a big thing for me. I was, I was or reading books. At least I was doing, I was doing like nothing. And that just made me feel worse about it. Cause you know, you go to bed at night and you're like this whole day, what did I do? The only thing I was able to do luckily was work out. I think that was the only thing that, that kept me sane, but like, and it's just like you'd wake up and a whole week would go by and you're like, what am I doing? What is happening? Yeah. And, and yeah. And, um, in the meantime, what was happening for me was, um, I was still so focused on, on trying, on, on trying to work on myself. And while I was noticing these things in Zach, when I'd reach out, it would be a lot of resistance. And so I just would work on, I would just go back to work on myself. So, so we end up being these like ships passing mm -hmm. in the night. We, we, we really didn't interact a lot. There was a lot of distance between us. Um, I mean, we're seeing each other every day. Yeah. We're going to bed in the same bedroom, but like, like I remember talking to him and being like, we haven't laughed in yeah. a while. Like we're not like we're not right. doing anything. Even silly other. stuff you do as a couple, like you find some dumb show and you watch it and you laugh at it on like a Tuesday night. We weren't doing that. We weren't doing I, anything. I, I felt like a zombie. I was yeah. just like, let and me be tell, horizontal. Like yeah, and I could tell that he was a zombie and he was like super irritable. Um, and then and I just kind of threw myself into my work, and was just kind of moving through life. So, um, if you don't mind, I'll start to pivot to sure. what was going yeah. on with me. So, so yeah, so we just, we just had stuff going on. Um, there were some events in my life. Um, my grandmother passed away and 
we started to really think about expanding um, our family, which I which will be for another podcast another day. But it was just a lot of things that were kind of hard, and so my my partner was absentee. To be to be fair, um, to be frank, I mean, and um, I just remember in September looking up and feeling like I've just been in a fog. Uh, the past couple months because there was, it was just, it was just wake up, get through work, rinse, repeat. There was no enjoyment coming home. There's no enjoyment being around my spouse. We weren't talking, we weren't engaging at all. But I too didn't even know that I was unhappy with that because it was so much. I was still trying to keep myself together. Mm-hmm. And I might be jumping the gun here, but we later on realized that, Zach and I came together and loved about each other our independence. And it was the thing that actually was keeping us apart because we both had never had to say to the other person, I need you. And we also both, because we knew we came together off independence, we're so worried. Well, if I need that person, am I no longer the person that they wanted to marry? Yeah. The person that they wanted to be with. And so we, we're just moving separately through things. And so, um, so in September, and then I'm about to turn it back over to you, we were having an argument. <laughs> and are you okay with me telling the story? I don't know what particular It's the argument when we realized that you were depressed. Oh, sure. We're having an argument and... I was, I was lamenting that I, I don't know if I can stay living in this way. And I, I wasn't saying with Zach, um, I wasn't saying in the relationship, I was just saying like, I can't keep being, cause you know, remember I'm an extrovert and like my home life, I'm not getting anything there, but I also am not fully at the capacity to even know how to reach out. Cause all that's on my mind is how unhappy I am. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, Hey, I don't know if I could keep doing this in the way we're, we're doing this. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and Zach replied, well, when you were depressed, I would have never thought about leaving you. And I was like, well, uh, yeah, though, like, that'd be pretty, like, harsh if you were trying to leave me and I was depressed. Wait, are you trying to tell me you're depressed? And he still didn't even say it. Like, you were, like, I don't even know how it was, but but I was like, but I was like, just say it. Like, what's going on? And he, and he was like, I'm, I'm depressed. Anyway, so I'll, I don't know what your memory is from that night and that exchange, but I do think that that was it the catalyst from there you started doing some things but yeah it was interesting because in some ways it was liberating because it was like no something's wrong and I think you know it's 2022 and I like to consider myself like enlightened or liberal or whatever I know you like to consider yourself that I agree (laughs) whatever word you want to use and like when you hear about someone's mental health struggle usually like a famous person or whatever because they're the ones who are going to get the media or public like, <laughs> you're like they're, oh, not, they're not talking about right, johnny right, around not, the corners right. not, uh, not enough struggle. not enough but uh you know you're kind of like oh yeah i you know or even the simone biles thing i'm definitely not someone who's like oh you need to like get out there and do your job like whatever like, you said you're not like yeah i now. was not now yeah no. i think if that we've talked about 10 that. or 12 or years which ago i think relates right, to it yeah, but yeah like yeah but in my brain, there's still part of that persona from 10 or 12 years ago. It's like, just go, be tough, do it. And like, I wasn't, I couldn't. And so like part of me when I said it was like, I've been saying this to you. Is what, like, you, right, is what is you said what to me. Is what, right, yeah. And also what you right, said yeah, to me. Yeah, and I said to you, but like I didn't say it. No. Right? Do you, remember I didn't what, say, yeah. do you remember what you had been saying? I've been saying I'm off. I've been saying I feel tired. Yeah, I've that's all saying, you told me. Right, yeah. And you were like, you were like, I've been telling you. Right, and I was yeah. like, what have you been saying? You were like, I've been telling you I feel right. off. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know what that means? Right, yeah. That you think you're depressed. Right, and it's like I, yeah. And it was so weird because there were times where like I needed you or I wanted you so bad, but I couldn't say anything. But then also I wouldn't want you around. So like I would lay in bed and pretend to be asleep. So till you would leave because I felt so bad about myself. I didn't want you oh, to yeah. judge me. You for were, being oh in oh bed, yeah. You were not, you know, and well, and that's why we had so much tension because you, again, like 
and, and I, I did the same thing. We yeah. both needed each other, but we're not saying that right. to each other. So we both then started to resent each other. Right. It's like, why, how can this person not yeah. be thinking about exactly. me? But we weren't communicating that. That's it's what we It's almost needed. like I wanted you to fix it without even telling you what was going well, on. We'll go into that yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's part, that's part two. <laughs> but like saying it out loud was liberating because then it was like, oh. Well, you need to make a plan. Then. Right. There yeah. are things I could do. I yeah. started more aggressively seeking counseling. I started... You know, looking, yeah, doing so some well, other things. Well, yeah. well, so, yeah, so at that point, we, we both were independently talking to therapists and, like, it then became, like, you really need to see a therapist that can help you with, with yeah. what's going on. And then why don't you talk about then, like, your diagnosis and what you did and all yeah, that and, stuff. Yeah, and I don't want to say too much, but one of our, Friends, who's a psychiatrist, who will be on this podcast. Um, what is the? Um, I was talking to her just about what I was feeling, and she started to say, like, you know, you are checking a lot of these boxes. You should think about, you know, medication. You should think about trying it. There are a lot of different things you could do, and you should think about meeting with a psychiatrist um, in addition to therapy. Um, um I'm curious. Was her immediate, I don't, I don't think that her immediate thing was you should think about medication. I, did, I mean, we I think talked you explain, a few, yeah, we talked yeah. a couple times yeah, more, and she yeah, was like, it wasn't, it sounds yeah, you like talked more than once. you're feeling this and right. these are the, and we'll talk to her. I don't even remember necessarily, but these right, are the that's why we're talking five or seven things on the checklist right. and you're clicking a lot of them and like, right. you know, you should think about this. And mm-hmm. I, you know. And I also got, she's helped me get set up with a psychiatrist for that kind of medication management. She got me some good books. I got set up with a new therapist. Not that there was anything wrong with my other one, but just more intense, uh, not even more intense, but more specialized maybe mm-hmm. in some of the anxiety Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. the more intense is more right, specialized. Right, and, and the certain type of therapy uh, she recommended. And, uh, you know, I started, I went on an antidepressant, which at well, the time I thought was the scariest thing in the entire world. And now I'm very happy I made that decision. I feel a lot better. And that's not the only reason, but that's, I'm sure, part of it. Well, I think you should also, I think you should back up and I think you should say, and again, um, so listeners, we're, we're actually going to have her on the podcast, but I think you should talk about, like, it wasn't just that you were depressed, but you learned about what, what you have and why you should yeah, go so on I something. Yeah, so I think it's... It's not necessarily that I have depression, it mm-hmm. sounds like, in the sense of, like, there are people who have, I'm no expert, so she'll, we'll no, talk more no, about this. Yeah, don't right, even yeah. go into that, because right. she'll talk about that. Yeah. But, like, it's not, I don't necessarily have depression in that in that sense. I have, anxi- I have anxiety, generalized, probably, anxiety that has always been there, and I always just thought was normal. I thought that you're supposed, everyone feels this way, or you're <laughs> supposed to feel this way about stuff. You're supposed to be nervous. You're supposed to be on the edge of your seat, whatever. And there are times, sure, and I still feel that way. But, you know, it was it was a weight that was on me that I thought that I just should be burdening. And then in the midst of some other things that were happening with us and myself, I was in a kind of depressive state or, or episode that of, depressive of depression. Episode. Yeah. yeah. And so, yes. Um, it's uh, tell me more about. I think it's very funny that you thought everyone's anxious because you know I'm not anxious. So yeah, I just thought you were the anomaly, like you were the like the 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 one who was not normal, and everyone else was normal. That's a problematic thing that people do all the time with black people. Well, yes, and that makes me sound not great, but I was not thinking. It's not in that, that it way. doesn't sound you great. I think just this is just a good lesson yeah, for I, listeners. Well, that yes, a lot of people. No, let me back up. A lot of uh, white people tend to put any minority in a box based on how they act and where I'm going with this is I wonder had you been with a white woman who was my same demeanor if it would have more quickly made you think maybe I shouldn't feel this way about things but I'm so different from you from just a race and a gender standpoint that I wonder if that is what delayed your reaction and I've never thought about that but that's a good point maybe that is something that's right listeners we're bringing you all that tea Um, maybe that's something where I should have been more open but yeah in my brain I was like and I the thing I always talk about with my therapist or remember is like when I would play in sporting events I would be like really really nervous like really nervous and it's not that that's unusual or you shouldn't be really nervous but like to the point where I couldn't sit still or I had to pace and, and I still feel some of that sometimes. And it's not that that's bad. 
in fact that some of that's good the pacing is often good but like I just accepted that those feelings I had about all different kinds of things uh, that would make me anxious that that was just the way it was supposed to be and I had to feel that way yeah and I had to Again, everyone's going to feel that way. I feel that way now, but I had to push those feelings down and deny them yeah. and pretend like they weren't there in order yeah. to be a man or in order to not yeah. have it conquer me or, or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. And we, so I'm not anxious. And I've been drinking, so I had a little burp. Um, and someone might be listening as being like whatever whatever she has me anxious and she's just denying it there might be some people listening like why are you learning that over him no I'm just trying to explain our demeanor I I truly am not an anxious person I'm just not like I don't get worked up I don't get worried about things I'm very much like I'll see it when I believe it even when that's something bad that's why I'm not anxious because it's like I don't I don't know that there is this threat until I, I know what's happening. Um, but with that said, I know my husband really well. And what the word we used in our household was flustered. Mm-hmm. So frequently something would happen and I could tell. Like his whole body would change, his face would change, his energy would change. And I would say, oh, I can tell that got you flustered. What's going on? So I always also knew that he was anxious. Um, and the thing is, when he was not having the external things that made him depressed while he was flustered, he would push through. Um, so right. it was never that you weren't, weren't having those feelings, but you would push through, but it was just, and what was causing this tension is this, you were constantly getting flustered and you didn't know, or anxious. Now we know anxious and you didn't know what to do with those emotions. And so the pushing out, I was the only thing that could be the target of it. So there was nothing I could do right. And so now I'll transition real quick back to me. So I'm in the background having my own depressive state that I'm trying to deny. Um, As I mentioned, I was already depressed. Um, They say, and we'll have our guests speak to this, that once you have, like, once you have that happen, you are so much more likely to have it happen again, which is terrifying because I went from never having these kind of emotions and I, and I'm so aware, I'm so aware Mm. now that it could happen. And so, um, was in this depressive state, felt like I came out of it, then, um, had a lot of external things happening, including my grandmother passing and, and was very much just, if, if, if there's a true pit or cave of depression, I was like in it, but clawing on the sides, like clawing on the sides, trying so hard to not, like I'm not going back, I'm not going back, I'm not going down. And it felt like Zach was like stomping on my hands every time I got a reach out of that pit. And not because he was trying to, but because he was going through his own thing. And so, and, and like as only way he knew how to deal with it was to push out. So me saying, I can feel you being anxious. I can feel you being flustered. I can feel you having these things going on, which is how we learn to communicate with each other. It became so much like, no, no, no. And why would you say this? And maybe you're this and you're that. And it's like, I mean, you're not wrong. I probably do have this shit going on. And so you're having this person like compounding and me and like, you already feel so bad. You're having this other person compounding it. It's just going to like to be too much and getting to be a lot. And so, I broke. So I, I, um, finally was the one who was like, I cannot do this. I cannot live a life like this. I cannot feel this way anymore. And one thing I know that is causing it is you. (laughs) It's how I felt. It's how I felt at the time. Um, and I shouldn't even say causing it is you because it wasn't causing it. I, 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 it wasn't causing it. I, I knew enough about myself to know there's a lot going on. You weren't helping. And those were the exact words I think I said to you at times. Like, you were not helping me. Like, you were not supporting me. I mean, like I said, like, it was absentee feelings. Um, and so I just started to retreat. And, um, I mean, yeah, it was terrible. And, like, your home 
becomes not a sanctuary. It becomes uh, not a place to go back to uh-huh. at all. Yeah. And it's, it was doubly bad because like you were feeling like I, I wasn't supporting you. I was feeling like you weren't supporting me. Completely different tax. I wasn't telling you what I need or asking for it. You were. Yeah, I was I like, I was like, right. this is, I was like, this right. is what I need to I see from you. This right. is what I need. And to I help. couldn't give it to you yeah. because yeah. I had so you much. You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. Yeah. You know? But it literally, and yeah. I was, I was empty and I yeah. was, I was also broken and I was sad and yeah. I didn't know how or what to do to make it better. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and when you're, when you're, I keep coming back to this because I think it's important when you're, a, when you're a, a male who grew grows up like a, a lot of men do, you kind of think that there's something wrong with having feelings. Yeah. And so the only thing you know how to do is to push them down or to attack. Yeah. Right. And that's why men give each other shit when they care about each other. And yeah. that's why, you know, all those yeah. things. And like, I didn't know what else to do, but to push them down. And it was almost like if Kristen's like, Hey, you're flustered. Then I would be like mad at her for acknowledging this truth because it was like she would almost speak it into existence and I would want to pretend that I was fine and I yeah. want to pretend that everything was okay. Yeah. You were really right. big on like, I, I don't, I don't want it to rule me or what right. would you say? You would, you'd be like, I, you'd be like, well, I don't want it to rule me or I don't want it to happen. So, so I'm not going to say it's there. And I'm like, it's already doing that because, because you've completely changed your demeanor to try right. and make it not be there. So it's already, yeah. you're already doing that. A hundred percent. And so, um, yeah, it just created a it created a bad our relationship was not strong, our connection was not strong, we did not feel strong. Yeah. So, so um so we're <laughs> 30 minutes into catastrophe. So <laughs> we'll try and bring you guys back around. So basically, um I went out of town genuinely thinking that I would that I was not going to be with my spouse. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I had looked up, how do you separate? And I, I communicated like we might have to separate. It was pretty bad. Um, and finally getting to that point, um, I got drunk (laughs) And by the way, I want to I want to emphasize on this getting drunk thing. Why? What? I want to emphasize on this drunk thing that um, when I was going, sorry, I, I moved my face mouth from Meg. When I was going through all this stuff, I want to. This is very important when I talk about my drunk story. When I was going through all this, I was not drinking. Alcohol is a depressant. This is not a PSA. This is truly how I feel, and you should maybe take it as a PSA. Alcohol is a depressant. We were in depression. Yeah. I mean, I, we both were hardly, we both were hardly drinking. Like Uh we, all of these emotions were real. These emotions were not like compounded with alcohol. Right. Like they were real. And in fact, there were times when I would think I was okay and I would drink and I would notice like I'm drinking a little bit more because I don't want to feel anything. And that scared me. And then I would go then a week or two without drinking. Um, so this was a true, like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going out with some girlfriends. Like, fuck it. Like, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm about to be like single. I am in my early thirties and I don't have a partner. And this is just my experience. Most cathartic thing I could have done. I had the right group of people around me. Shout out to you all because I just finally just bawled. I'm just a push through keep going, let's make a game plan person. And I just let it all out and let all, like you, you build up all this negative energy and these emotions. And, um, and in that I realized like, I do truly want to be with Zach. Like he is my soulmate. I want to make this work. I want to get together. Um, so I, I said that to him, like we came back together and I was like, Hey, like I'm in this, I want to be in this. I'm sorry I ever made you think I don't, I'm sorry I backed away. Like I I'm in it. Um, and me unconditionally being there for Zach because that is what happened next. I then became a shell of myself and just pretty much would, when that pushing thing we are, were talking about, like I, I just took it all. I would just be like, I'm so sorry. I'd be like, what can I do for you? Um, 
it wasn't changing anything and it didn't waver me for a second because I knew what I wanted, but it, it just heightened and escalated where we were and what we needed to do. So it was at this point when we then sought a marriage counselor, but I'll say what you thought leading up to that point and yeah. What I thought leading up. Well, uh, as in when, what you thought when I came back and that, and that period before we started. I mean, so I think what the, when you came back with that, taught me was like so much was going on with us and even before we were in trouble like even with stuff we were trying to do that wasn't working out so much was happening that I kind of put everything on that and I was like I'm anxious because my relationship isn't good I'm sad because my relationship isn't good I'm in a bad place because this woman that I love is saying she doesn't know if she wants to be with me right right? and then when you came back and you said like no I do want to be with you I love you like I felt Better in some ways, but I didn't fully feel better. I was still anxious. I was still sad. I still didn't feel like engaged in the world like I wanted to be. I still wasn't, you know, it's the small stuff. When you see a, something, a news story, or you may hear, think about a joke and you text your buddy, like, and just keep that connection. I wasn't doing any of that. Like, and I just, it made you get worse. Right, yeah. You were getting I more felt, upset. You were I was mad. getting more upset because I'm saying, well, everything should be fixed now, and right. it wasn't. Right. And that's when I really even had to work even harder on myself and what's going on. And I think I've for so long have conflated my own, my own sense of self with this relationship. And like as independent as we thought I was, I clearly hadn't become not that. Right. I was definitely codependent or whatever the yeah. word she used is. And like I, I couldn't tell you if I had a problem with something. I couldn't tell you if I was mad. And, or it would just all burst out into a thing. And I couldn't let that stuff go. So my only thing was to hold on, hold on, hold on, and then get mad at you. Even though yeah. you were saying, I want to be there with you because I couldn't say, hey, that hurt my feelings. Or, hey, right. that thing that happened a while ago, I'm still not over it. Or whatever it was. Yeah. And it, yeah. it was bad. Yeah, it was not, we were not interacting well. Yeah. So, um, so we started going to marriage counseling. And everything about... Um, the relationship was so good. Like she even said, like when you guys talk about the relationship, you're so happy, you're so good. But then when we talk about how we communicate, it was so tense and so bad. And um, in an effort to curve this, to start to get it being positive, it was in those sessions and then going through that and then like truly, truly listening. Like I don't think I'm perfect and I don't think I communicate. Um, I had I had morphed into... I communicate a fuck ton. That's not what I'm about to say. I had morphed into just being there fully for him, which also wasn't making me happy. Um, and it wasn't making me happy and knowledgeable. I'm not happy, but it was just like, what's going on? And basically, I truly can't remember what happened. I really don't know. But basically, at some point, I realized how how truly deeply depressed I still was. And I ru- I realized that that cave metaphor I already talked about, which was that um, I had an empty cup too and I could not be there for him and how much like, yeah, we were just not able to ask for things. And um, I then also, I had already done a lot of tools to get better and I then just tackled hard, uh, I got to work on myself and, um, but not in an independent way. Mm-hmm. We then started both doing our things that we needed, but together, like we both were checking in, like, are you, did you journal? And he's like, did you do yoga? And like, we're, we're both, we're building together. And, um, it was so much work. And I remember not wanting to accept that I was depressed because, I knew it. It took so much work to be okay. And I was like, oh my God, if I'm depressed again, I have to do that, that much work again. And then maybe more. And I did. Um, and we're so good now, but it, it's so much work. We're also both medicated. <laughs> we're both, we both are. Um, which I never, I never gave a fuck about because I mean, like, I, I mean, that was one thing that, um, I'll say listeners out there, you know, I listen to all this, especially women, um, cis women. I mean, maybe it's not cis women go through it, but I can't speak to that. I, there's so many things about like, accept who you are, like love who you are. And like, I fucking think I'm amazing. And (laughs) that 
that in itself was a sign to me that I was depressed because I think I'm great. And I was just questioning everything. I was questioning what I wear. I was questioning like that thing I said, I was questioning everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, this like unsure bitch is not who I want to be. And like that, that was the sign to me that I was not okay. And, um, in trying to get better and in trying to work on myself, um, I was realizing I'm doing a lot of motions and movements <laughs> here, but I was realizing, um, that, that, that was just the main, that was the main thing and the main priority. And that was what needed to come first. And so I, was like waking up crazy early to fit in time to take care of myself, mm-hmm. um, which included in, ca- in case anyone was curious, it included. I mean, I mean, it, well, I mean, I, I don't know why. I'll just I'll just tell everyone everything I did. I mean, I went on a tense regimen of I would wake up and for twenty minutes sit in front of a um, sun lamp kind of thing. I'll put it. We'll put a link to that in our footnotes. I call it a happy lamp, but essentially. You don't get as much sunlight in the winter, and so this lamp is meant to replicate sunlight. So wake up for 20 minutes, sit in front of that, take a vitamin D, take a vitamin B to keep up with my energy, make sure I work out, uh, go through the day, and then at the end of the day, take a um, medication. I'm not saying it only because I'm on, like, a few medications for other things right now, Um but and I don't want to say the wrong thing, and people are like, "What?" Yeah, like, <laughs> that's why you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, they're like, "Yeah," because that, that, that. yeah, that's that's the yeah. only reason why I am not I am not I am not ashamed. Um, and in uh, and, and then and then journaling and working out and all these things. I at some point when I was depressed, put on thirty pounds. Um, I lost twenty five pounds, and that's like fucking fine because I'm back to being like fucking fabulous and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just I just put in on that and and also in watching my partner trying to do his best I feel like I'm just so much more like patient now because I just know like yeah, I know what it's like we're all we're all like trying to do our best out here and I mean we'll talk to that a little bit more later and we'll talk to I know when we talk to our guests, but um I don't think I ever was judgmental of what anyone was going through, but to anyone out there who has never gone through anything as I had it when it comes to mental health I didn't realize how truly crippling it can be to Zach's point of not getting out of bed. You just become apathetic. You don't want to do anything. Everything is a chore. Everything takes so much energy out of you. And then with me questioning everything too, it it's just, it's very hard to get anything done. But I was just so focused on like, you will succeed. You will be okay. I always kept hope. Like I always like, humans people we persevere and I think that was the thing that kept me going oh my gosh I want to spiral and didn't finish my thing about women <laughs> the thing I was gonna the thing I was gonna say about women um and, and back to what I was saying about how uh be yourself love yourself I do not I think it would have taken me much longer had I not had self-confidence yeah I think I think had I been an insecure person, it would have taken me much longer. But yeah. I think a lack I think, of self confidence I could speak to from experience is crippling. Yeah. Because it makes you unsure of everything that you're doing. It makes you unsure of every decision you're making. It makes you unsure of what you can and can't do. Right. It's like, you know, it's like if I go and hang out with my friends, is that the right thing to do? Should I be sleeping more yeah. instead? Should I have this drink? Should I not have this drink? Should I. Um, you know, a big thing for me, should you like, eat this? Should right, you go it's work like if, out? I, yeah. if I feel tired and I'm just like, Hey, I want to lay, I want to, you know, read yeah. a book and stay home that yeah. night. Is that just restarting everything and causing right. you to feel the same way? Is right. that a bad sign? Right. Like, yeah. And I very much knew, like I knew who my true self was and I was so confident in myself. And so those were actually, um, triggers and catalysts for me. Like I was like, you know, it's really weird that you're questioning, how you talk to some people last night. You never even, do that. Even if I maybe should. Right. Um, you know, and yeah, I was maybe like, you should, but you yeah. never do. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's really weird that you're so on, you're taking, having such a hard time finding out what to wear, yeah. you know? Um, and, and, uh, you know, you're, it's really not great that you're just down on yourself. So, yeah. So, uh, like, I will say anyone out there who 
is suffering from mental health issues, knows exactly what we're talking about. Anyone who's not suffering from mental health issues, if you're not suffering from mental health issues, but you are anyway insecure and doubting yourself, like get that shit in check because it was my saving grace. It gave me my hope. It gave me my my perseverance. Like I was able to make these plans and come through and move forward because I was constantly like, um, you are strong. You have things in your arsenal and your tool belt that prove that you are strong and you can yeah. do this. And like, that's what like kept me going. And while Zach, I mean, I don't, I don't want to speak for you. I want you to talk about your journey, but while you did get better, I sooner knew I would get better than you believed you would get yeah, better on your own a while. Yeah. It took me a while to believe that it would happen even when it was starting to happen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think the big thing that I had to remember, it's like so often I get bogged down in like being like, well, why is this happening? And then being like, well, I don't know why. So I'm not going to think about it. And then I like get bogged down. And it's like, I don't understand your why thing, but yeah, you uh, are. No, you know, you are like that. Yeah. You're like, you're like, why am I doing this? And I'm like, yeah, pop. We can figure out the why right. real quick, but what's right. the real question? Right. And one of the things I learned from my counts therapist and from the books I was reading and stuff, it's like sometimes just do it. Like just oh, yeah. like just do what you like to do and then like look up in a week and maybe things will feel different. Yeah. Like the hard, it's hard to get out of bed when you're in that state. I still think it's hard to get out of bed sometimes because it's winter, it's cold, whatever. But one of the other things I've like loosened up on is like I used to, and I still struggle with this, but I used to... If I want to get up at 715, if I if I want to get up at 715 and I hit snooze once and I looked up and it was 730, I was like, why well, am I might as well lay in bed till 830? That makes no right, sense. I agree. <laughs> but it's like it's like you can cut yourself some slack and you also like be realistic about who you are. I'm never someone who's gonna get up at 530 in the morning every single day. That's not I don't want every it to. Every day, any day. Any day. You're not gonna Yeah, do I can do it day. once in a blue moon, maybe once a week, maybe maybe but like it's but I don't want to do it either like why right yeah it's not not my thing thing. so like knowing myself too is a big thing for me because the way I saw myself in the head push through get up do it I'm not not that kind of person no I mean that was something that we discussed all the time like you were like there were just so many times where you'd be like I'm gonna push through and I was like why you're not that kind of person (laughs) and that's okay that doesn't mean you're weak by the way for people because I thought well being I never thought that being who I was meant that I was weak and that I know you didn't think that, and I needed to not think that because yeah. it's not weak to be you. It's just yeah. how it is. I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think that I was constantly reminding you how okay you were and how I was doing that. And this was the anniversary was by constantly reminding you, like I picked you for you. Right. If you were all the things that you thought you were in your head, like that would not be yeah. my partner. The only person who had a problem with my job or the amount of money I made or the car I drove or uh, the way I talked or the, the, like the jokes I made. Now look, sometimes I make a joke and it's stupid and Kristen doesn't laugh, but that doesn't mean that she's saying I'm a crappy person, right? That's something I have to learn and deal with. And like the only, per- but in, anyway, the only person who had those problems with the time I got up in the it's morning was, was me. Was, was me. Yeah. Like I would, always, right. like that became a mantra when we would have arguments is I would be like, the only one who has a problem with you is you. Right. Because I, I was like, I I know who I married and who I wanted to be with. Like, I don't have a problem. Yeah. Like, the only one that has a problem with you is you. And and it's finding that balance of being okay with yourself because sometimes you want problems because you want to be better. You want self-improvement. But, like, viewing it that way of, like, always having a problem with everything you do, you're you're just going to – that's neurosis right there. You're just right. going to lose – Right. You're going to get so bogged down in thinking about stuff that you're not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we, um, we're both like heavily medicated. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but Driving we're at that point I, home real. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but we're both, um, you know, I always said to Zach, like early into his dating, early into his dating, I said, I believe that you have to bring a whole happy person to a relationship. Like the relationship isn't going to fix you. Someone else isn't going to fix you. And um, I believe that we did that and I believe that shit happened and we had to get back there. And I, I feel like at this point in time, we're both whole happy people who mm-hmm. are in a relationship together. And I feel like we both are much more, um, actively choosing to be there every day. I think like we're much more actively enjoying each other's company and not in a bullshit way. Um, yeah. 
It's like, yeah. I'm excited to see you a lot more now. I'm not trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm about the same. I'm just, <laughs> I'm excited to do a lot of things now that I wasn't right. before, which oh, I think sure. is one of the good. That's how you should feel. It's okay to be excited. It's good. And I think one of the things real quick that scared me is anxiety and excitement are so close on the feeling spectrum that a lot of times I was confused the two. So something I would look forward to would also be making me anxious. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you're excited a, to go on this trip. Or you're Zach excited a, to Zach do this a, thing with your friends or whatever. Zach is a borderline anxious to go on the trip. Right. And then at some point while on the trip, anxious to go home. Yep. yep. <laughs> kind of person. Because yep. I don't want to leave. And, I don't I, wanna, and I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not anxious right. <laughs> at any point. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. So. But you, there's a bunch of people who are nodding their heads who like, yeah. I feel that way. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Anyway, where? Happy now, four years, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> it. That's where we are. Okay. Um. Well, so thank you for listening. I guess we're wrapping up, right? I don't want to jump the gun. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can wrap up. People are sick of this. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Hit us on social media. Share your share your stories. Yeah, share your share, stories share, ask, us. Us, ask us questions because yeah. we, we are going to we, be, Um, I mean, yeah, we'll probably, how we're recording this is such that, um, we probably will not get a chance to ask these questions to our guests, but uh, send in questions, send us comments, and we'll yeah. maybe do like a follow up episode. Yeah. Maybe interesting, but but yeah, like we're yeah. we're we're here, we're yes, in no. it, and we're always it. here. We're always always here, here for we're you, listeners. <laughs> Most of you are here. our friends. Some of you are Ukrainian robots. We're here for you, and especially Ukraine going through a lot. We're uh, here for that. Um, so hit us Facebook. I see it differently. Pod or Instagram. Excuse me. I see it differently. Pod. We've been doing a lot on there. We've been getting some good responses. Yes. So we don't um, talk, talk about, about Bruno. The, talk about talk about the rate review. All this yeah. So do rate. Don't day. forget to rate You're review. Out of practice now. Yeah. Rate oh, review. Download. You- subscribe. Unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Smash those buttons. You know what? I heard this on another podcast. I agree. Take your kid's phone, take your husband's phone, your <laughs> wife's phone, subscribe on there. Take your parents' phone. They don't even have to listen. Just hit the subscribe on their yeah. on their iTunes app or whatever. Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, and by the way, in conclusion, listeners, so why weren't we potting? Because we were not together. <laughs> yeah. Or if we were together, we could barely... Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like why it's like would we're I, gonna like, have a jovial conversation yeah, about like, yeah, St. Like, Louis style yeah, pizza right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you about Lil Uzi first. Right, yeah, like, right? Lil Uzi I got first. nothing to There's share. There's a reason you. we didn't know about that. <laughs> I got yeah. well, you didn't. know. Yeah, you didn't. I got nothing to share with you. I didn't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. Thank you again to our producer um, TBs. Thank you, listeners, for being part of this journey. We've we're being honest with you because we got good yeah. feedback that uh, you guys want to know and it, so, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Review, subscribe. Download, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Bye.